Hi everyone, and welcome back to the Energy Hall of Fame. This is Krista Tsuraki, co-CEO at NVR. And of course, with me today is Madalena Suarezel, Bulgaria, our Head of Institutional Partnerships. Our guest of honor today comes from Southeast Asia and is no other than Mr. Florentino Suarez Ferreira, President of ANPM, which is the National Authority for Oil, Gas and Mining of Timor-Leste. Timor-Leste, or East Timor, is a country located in Southeast Asia, bordering Australia and Indonesia with an extremely interesting active licensing ground, proven geology, a very approachable and really hardworking national authority, and of course, uh, wonderful people. NVR has been working extensively and very closely with the ANPM, especially Director Mateus da Costa and his team as well as the ministry, their partners, in order to promote the licensing ground of the country. I'm sure this is going to leave us with an intriguing, detailed conversation. So welcome, uh, Madalena. Welcome, Mr. Florentino. Welcome, Mr. President Florentino. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Good to have you. So let's kick start with the, with the questions. As the newly appointed president of the National Hydrocarbons Petroleum Mining Authority, what are the qualities you're looking to reinforce and promote uh, during your tenure? The qualities that I would like to nurture during my tenure would encompass uh, strengthening the teamwork ethics and strong teamwork continue to maintain other great organizational values in order to ensure that uh, the ANPM, the National Authority for Petroleum and Minerals, delivers its uh, fundamental mission as a regulator in Timor-Leste. And it is really important to mention here that indeed President Florentino, ANPM has been, well, it has a reputation of, of being exactly greatly ethical, really hardworking, very friendly, easy to, to approach, so very approachable to, to investors. So that's very important that, that you mention it. So let's go to the very uh, interesting news about uh, the licensing ground, the second offshore and first onshore licensing ground. Uh, ANPM is leading this promotional campaign together with us. Lots and lots of IOCs from around the world, uh, Asia, Europe, US, even Africa. Everyone is looking into the uh, 18 available blocks. So as ANPM, what type of companies are you looking to, to work with? Are you looking to having on board as investors? It is indeed a limitations of options that we should admit, I guess, in today's dynamic. Having a global pandemic like COVID-19 and global economic downturn that contributed immensely to plunging oil price, make it together very difficult for us to be picky, to be selective. Nonetheless, as always, we would welcome any IOC company that has proven technical and robust financial capabilities to invest in Timor-Leste's blocks. And of course, we are open to small and medium size of IOCs. Uh, everyone is welcome. And of course, it would be an honor to have a big IOCs or one of those seven sister companies coming to Timor-Leste or attracted to these 18 blocks. <clears throat> in addition to both technicals and good financial standing of these companies, the commitment to local content is another important element. Uh, we are expecting these companies to commit to as well. But of course, we uh, these are negotiable and it will be subject to our discussions. 
So can you inform us who is currently involved, who has currently invested in, in Timor-Leste, the companies that are your partners already? Previously, we, we were partnering with ConocoPhillips for one of our field, one of our producing fields, Bayundang. However, Conoco has actually shifted their portfolio in terms of investment back to the U.S. and other regions in the world. So recently, we had a transaction between Conoco and an Australian-based company called Santos uh, to take over the field, and the transaction has been completed. And we are now also engaging uh, a Korean companies as well soon to be joining as a new venture, joint venture for uh, this field. And in addition to that, we've, since the beginning up to now, we've been working together with uh, uh, other Japanese companies as well, as well as uh, other Australian oil and gas companies. We have the experience of dealing with international oil companies from different backgrounds and regions as well. Exactly. Exactly. For a small country, this is really impressive. And this is why I wanted to ask you exactly because anyone might might think that, okay, uh, it's a very fresh round. However, does ANPM have this experience? And, and yes, you actually very much do. So let's go back to the licensing round per se. What is the current exploration regime and, and what blocks are, are under exploration as we speak? So what's currently happening in the country? As of now, we have around six active explorations in offshore and two blocks in onshore. And we have one producing field and one field has been decommissioned, dated back in 2015. However, we also have one field has been discovered and subject to a development plan. And of course, this facet of uh, oil and gas uh, cycle, uh, activities and cycle, give us a lot of uh, opportunities to learn and, and be expert in what we do, uh, particularly in dealing with these companies in all facets of uh, petroleum or oil and gas activities, from explorations all the way to the commissioning. So we have been exposed to these facets, and this is a good experience that we've had. And of course, in the future, we'll be able to surf IOCs or NOCs from all over the world uh, in a much effective and efficient way uh, as a, a competitive uh, regulator, per se. And this is a very uh, interesting remark because, as you were saying, you've been exposed to a lot of opportunities and a lot of companies that really helped Timor Leste to understand how to be more efficient and also how to be uh, someone that other governments look up to. Uh, in terms of hydrocarbons regimes and how to settle the rules of the game in the country. And I wanted to ask you because of that, because we've been speaking with a lot of IOCs and other smaller ENP players across the globe that say that somehow Timor-Leste is setting new standards for the APAC region. And so it would be interesting to understand what are your terms and why do, like, do they look so competitive for investors in the overall industry? Certainly. Uh, we have a very attractive uh, fiscal regime. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, for instance, uh, in our fiscal regime, the government take ranges from 65 all the way up to 75. This is uh, below the global fiscal government take. Of course, it, it, it depends on the how profitable a project is. We always start from 65% and then all the way up to 75%. The average global fiscal take for a government. If a project is a, is a marginal or 
we normally, the, the take that the government impose is normally below 70%. Certainly this uh, implies that we have a very progressive regime. The rate of return or rate of investment, whenever it, it is under 16.5%, will, it will only subject to an income tax. If it is greater than 16.5%, then it will uh, subject to supplemental petroleum taxes. By considering this, we would be, we can say that we are having a very attractive fiscal regime. We also give opportunity. This is the aim of uh, implementing an attractive fiscal regime: is to give the opportunities to companies to make more profits out of the project. We also have cost recovery that is no limit. So there is no limit for our cost recovery. Whatever is qualified as a cost recoverable item, we will recover it. If it is not recovered, it will be subject to a compounding uplift rate. Of course, we are also committed to the commissioning cost reserve, uh, which allow mutual arrangement between the government and, and companies. Yeah, This aim to eliminate future risk that we will have because right now we can see globally around the world, people are having uh, a difficult time with decommissioning. Yeah, there are companies and countries that are uh, facing this difficult time. And, you know, we have a residual risk that we need to address. And in Timor, the government is committed to DCR, the decommissioning cost reserve, which allow us uh, to work better with the company and ensuring that we will have a, a, a smooth decommissioning stage uh, for all parties. On top of that, the PSC or the contract itself is negotiable. Of course, it's subject to the proposal from the company. Then we will enter into uh, negotiations or discussion with the company. We do have a standard template. We do have a, ta- a standard template that we publish in our, our website. But again, the terms uh, and conditions under the contract is subject to negotiation. And in addition to that, in order to allow the companies to be familiar with the the taxation law and the business registration process or laws, associated law, we also publish these laws in our website to make sure that they are aware of, you know, the process and also the existing law. That's pretty much, I think, the tips or tricks that we have in order to uh, make us a, a competitive yeah, country in the in the region as well. Perfect. And it's very important to state these um, because, of course, this is going to be heard by plenty of those same companies that will be interested in this sort of information. So thank you for sharing. I believe these were more um, a kind of general initiatives that ANPM and Timor Leste in general put in place in order to become more attractive. But I also wanted to dive a bit more in the condition or the context of COVID-19, especially following our online event that we had during the summer where we gathered over 300 executives from everywhere in the world just to understand what are the main projects and how they can be involved in the in the national industry? And Madalena, that was uh, actually our most successful in terms of focused uh, on a country TOS, right? Exactly. Yes, because we did organize several. So from LATAM in Argentina and then Mozambique, Mexico as well. So Timor Leste was a, a very interesting one because, of course, we've been working for. A, 
over a year now in terms of gathering attention and uh, creating a whole DB of people that would be interesting. So it was a very dynamic event. And throughout this event, there was a, a main concern and they started the main discussion about what are the measures or what has been implemented in the country that can then assist potential EMP investors during this uh, COVID-19 climate? And how are also these incentives going to be reflected in the licensing round that has been postponed to 2021, right? Yeah, but Timor-Leste has strived to integrate itself into a new normal. And of course, this done by implementing a proper planning and uh, and implementing the right measures to assist our potential ENP investors. It's starting from uh, the online applications. Applications for pre-qualifications, everything's are done in online. The companies can actually submit or register in our systems, and uh, we provide them passwords. And as soon as they are ready, they are able to submit via online our uh, FTP <coughs> that we have in our website. And then you rightfully said we've extended the timeline of, of licensing round for another 12 months. This has been welcomed by a lot of companies. They pretty much appreciated the initiative that we've taken. In addition to that, we put all the data in the online system by engaging Jebra virtual data. This doesn't require the companies to come all the way to Timor-Leste to physically come to Timor-Leste during these in unfavorable circumstances. So by having online data, uh, the online system, we managed to facilitate these uh, ENP companies to obtain the data. We also involve several multi-client companies to perform several studies to market and promote our area apart from the data provided. Perhaps uh, one of the highlights that we would like to also share with uh, the rest of the ENP companies is that we have reduced our bid bond from uh, previously around 500,000 US dollars to quite a relatively low price of 150,000 US dollars. Bid bond has been reduced. And of course, one of the highlights is that the companies that are currently operating in our area are automatically pre-qualified. So they, this is something that is very attractive. Super. Now, these two final remarks, I think they should uh, stay in, in our guests' minds because indeed it's uh, a competitive factor that you have playing in your favor for sure. And I think we have a really good idea of what's going to happen within the next 12 months and even for uh, the near future in regards to upstream. So I would like to invite you to just go a bit further down the value chain and we also understand whether the projects exist in terms of midstream and downstream. Uh, how can we welcome new companies that are going to be adding value to the whole cycle and the whole energy? So what is, uh, what is happening in those two other landscapes? Yeah, we have uh, opportunities available for midstream and downstream as well. The government has been actively committed to our South Coast projects, we call it Tassimano projects, and this involves the plan to construct Timor-Leste's first onshore LNG plant, as well as a refinery and the supply base. 
Uh, this project has been in the government's plan for the last, would say, almost a decade by now. But uh, of course, having a proper plan would actually allow us executing them, you know, effectively. That, that's the idea. We don't want to rush into anything yet. We just need to look and relook our plans and make sure that we have revised the plan properly and make necessary adjustments. In regards to the LNG plants, we pretty much tie it to our one of our um, gas field, Greater Sunrise Gas Field. This is something that uh, under the discussions with the Australian government, uh, the, I think people are aware that we are the first country in the world to resolve our uh, maritime boundaries dispute with our neighbour, Australia, over an amicable solutions or to uh, conciliation commissions under the UN supervision. So this is an achievement from the government side to governments and we've achieved that and now we have a greater sunrise sitting within a special regime. We are in the process of uh, negotiating the legal frameworks as well as fiscal frameworks for greater sunrise future development and we look forward to develop uh, greater sunrise in the within a decade and that will allow us to have these Tasimane projects uh, implemented in the next five to ten years. That's very, very interesting. I mean, of course, uh, Timor-Leste will be very soon known as an oil and gas-rich nation, uh, which we very much hope, but that's what the indication shows us, the indication show us. Now, I want to also add that uh, Timor-Leste is not only an oil and gas nation. Uh, I know very well that you have also kick-started the mining uh, sector of Timor-Leste that's, that looks very, very promising. So uh, where are we with the, with the mining exploration? What are the challenges of really kickstarting essentially this sector? Yeah, this is something that we would like to share with everyone. We recently get our mining code passed in the parliament for, uh, we call it generality, the general discussions. And now we are tabling it to a specialized discussions with our uh, Member of Parliaments, we look forward to get the mining code approved by the Parliament sometimes next year and get it promulgated by President within next year as well. That would really open up the opportunities. There are there have been a lot of uh, expressed to us you know, for metallic minerals as well as non-metallic minerals. We have carried out uh, in-depth studies of. Uh, Airborne geophysical survey, of course, uh, using the gravity, magnetic, radiometric methods, the geophysical methods, in order to understand where are the potentials of the uh, minerals in Timor-Leste, the prospectivity of for minerals in Timor-Leste, both locally and internationally. Uh, we've received uh, expressions of interest uh, from these companies, both domestic and international companies, to bid for non-metallic as well as <clears throat> metallic minerals uh, opportunities in Timor-Leste, despite the mining code is not in place yet. So this is a good sign to us, and we look forward to put in place the, the framework first and all the ancillary regulations and laws. And as soon as, as soon as everything is in place, I think we are ready to move on and welcome whoever wants to come to Timor in the mining sector. 
This is very impressive. And I think it's a series of uh, some very good investment initiatives uh, in the country. I would say that it would really complement the agency's importance in not just the country, but also in the region, in the APAC region. And that's that's for me, let's say, the the peak uh, of this conversation, how ANPM has really become the talk of the town in the oil and gas industry because you guys have really been extremely professional. You have been as fast as you could because we know that uh, always, you know, with uh, national authorities and agencies, there is government, there is bureaucracy, there are laws that need to be passed. But you, you did very, very well and extremely fast from my experience. And I would like to congratulate you on this. And this is why the number one reason why uh, Timor-Leste, ANPM have become the talk of the town uh, in the oil and gas sector, not just in APAC, but but globally. So to close, I, I have a, a question. So what is next uh, in terms of licensing ground? Uh, where can people engage with you and learn more information, uh, whether they are a service provider or uh, an EMP company, whether it's uh, one of the big ones or the smaller independent ones that have supported the country so much. What is next and how can someone reach out to to you? Yes, I think during this uh, very difficult time of uh, COVID-19, I think the only way to reach to each other is, I think, through virtual. At the moment, our website is accessible and we have a lot of information uh, updated daily on our website. We have our contact details in our website. In addition to that, all the required data can be obtained over our website and can be directed into the links that are relevant to the required data. And of course, we have been uh, working together with INVR for quite some times, and we believe that uh, INVR will continue to be our strategic partner in ensuring that all of our activities related to this licensing round will be implemented effectively for the next uh, 12 months and hopefully uh, we'll be able to continue to creatively you know using all the online means in order to reach to all of you and that has been planned uh, between our site and uh, INVR and also uh, from ANPM, we are committed to dedicate our team in making sure that we'll be able to respond to you in a timely manner and make sure that all your needs are responded or uh, all the documents and the data that you require can be made available to you in a timely manner as well. Perfect. And the licensing ground uh, timetable allows companies to bid, uh, to pre-qualify for bidding until end of August, correct? 2021. Correct. Correct. Perfect. So they still have uh, a good almost year to make sure that they get to understand the opportunities in the country. We really want to encourage you because indeed it's one of the most exciting place in the world. And uh, there's no bigger pleasure than working with, with ANPM. I, I really have to highlight this. So there's still time for, for companies to get in touch with you uh, or with us, uh, Zebra Data, or with any of the seismic partners and express their interest so that we can uh, jointly communicate back and, and provide you with more information. So anything else that you would like to, to add, President Florentino? No, I think uh, we pretty much cover what we would like to share with everyone. Should there be any additional carries, ANPM is open and always welcome everyone to be in touch with us. And we make sure that 
you get what you need. I'm very much looking forward to coming again to to Dili and really discover this beautiful country of yours because I, I've really just seen Dili as of now. Yes, <laughs> we are waiting for the whole crew and everyone to come to Timor-Leste, of course. It's a half-island nation that is very beautiful and we have a very pristine uh, nature and tourism sites that are waiting for you. You know, it's not only a commitment to do explorations, but exploration for other things as well. Perfect. Thank you so, so much for your time today and the information. We will probably doing a second podcast uh, down the line when we have more information about the round. Again, I know it's very late in, in Dili, so Buon noite, muito obrigada. Buon noite, muito obrigada. Thank you. Obrigada. Thank you so much. Pleasure as always. <laughs>